0: Well, tomorrow marks two months since Elon Musk offered $44 billion to buy Twitter. Much discussion is needed. Let's bring in our panel, Greg Martin, co-founder managing director of Rainmaker Securities, and Lance Ulanoff, US editor-in-chief at Radar. Lance, where do we stand? Musk, is, is he dragging his feet? Did the SEC get tough enough on Twitter about the bot fiasco, you know, how many bots really are there, what do you think eventually happens? Give me an update.
1: Well, yeah, uh, ever since Elon Musk announced this deal, it seems like he's sort of had buyer's remorse and he's like, yeah, it looked really good. And now, you know, I think it's an empty balloon. That's that's basically what he's been accusing Twitter of, that it's it's so full of bots, he's really using his own edge case uh, to define this entire platform. Basically, we know that the platform has about 229 uh, daily active monetizable active users, Uh, more than that if you count the non-monetizable ones. But, you know, He has been asking Twitter for a deep dive. And for a while, Twitter was saying it's not something we want to show you, it's proprietary information. The latest information, is that possibly? Twitter's gonna open it all up and go, sure, here's, 500 million uh, bits of data that you're all coming at you like a fire hose. See if you can figure out what is and isn't a bot from all of this. Um, it's weird because, you know, the statements that Twitter makes is that we want this deal to happen. Uh, we know that um, uh, it often feels like that to him maybe felt like a mistake. He's been trying to drive down the price ever since. But now we're at this point where, you know, the board, uh, the sh- shareholders will vote, you know, July, August. Uh, but, you know, Elon just seems to be using this time to, to back his way out of the deal. I cannot tell if he really wants to, to own this thing, to embrace it, and as he says, fix it, or if he's just trying to find a way to completely get out of it. If he does get out of it, it's going to cost him a ton of money. It's going to hurt Twitter. I mean, I think Twitter has already been hurt uh, to some extent by this, and I don't know what it looks like afterwards if this deal truly falls through.
0: Well, I mean, it hasn't gotten back to that 31 level that it was at the end of February, so it it basically gave a boost to the stock and caused some volatility, but it's not back at the 52-week low that we saw earlier in the year. Um, There have been some talk from Twitter executives that, they originally liked Elon Musk taking this over. So Greg, what do you think? Is he trying to get out of it? We know about the $1 billion breakup fee, but then there could be more lawsuits. What do you think is likely to happen here?
2: I, I think he does want to own Twitter. Um, I think he realizes that he's overpaid for it and he's really just trying to get a lower price. And. You know, it's a little bit disingenuous for him to complain about the bot problem. It's something he identified well before the bid. In fact, one of the things he was talking about was the fact that he was going to the, fix the fraudulent traffic bot problem. Um, I think he has seen what's happened to the market, you know, the digital advertising market as well as down the comp set, whether it's Facebook, Pinterest, Snap you know, folks that rely on, on advertising for revenue, they're all down significantly since, you know, he first, you know, talked about the bid and, and announced it on April 25th. And of course, he's relying on some outside investors, um, you know, who are probably also pressuring him to uh, lower the price. And I think Twitter recognizes as well that uh, Elon Musk is the best option for them. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and so I, I do think that ultimately, this is gonna result in a negotiated lower price we just saw Tomo Bravo do it with Anaplan. It's not unprecedented. Um, I think uh, he wants to own it and they want him to own it. And I think that they're going to come up with a price that's maybe more reflective of, of true market value.
0: Do so you think, yes, it goes through, but some, some of the parameters change? Is that what you're saying, Greg?
2: I, I, think, I think the main parameter being price. Um, and go. I do think it will happen. Okay. It could be ugly. It could be a game of chicken. Um, in the right. end, um, I think Twitter has a strong case to to force him to close, um, but they also don't yeah. want some long-term protracted lawsuit. So I think they will have they will come wow. to the negotiating table and restrike this deal.
0: Yeah, Lance, your thoughts here? I mean, are you thinking no, it doesn't go through? Because also yeah. Tesla shareholders have been shaken up because we know yeah. Elon was selling some of the Tesla shares. You have one of the investors is a Russian billionaire. Um, there just seems to be a lot of balls in the air here. So do you think, yeah, oh, it doesn't go through? It, and what happens to Tesla, too?
1: I know. It, well, it does feel like a bit of a mess. And, you know, one of my big concerns is what happens inside of Tesla if, if Musk succeeds. Uh, I think there's going to be a problem with some of the pl- employees. He's been sort of signaling a, a different approach to employees that is uh, currently a Tesla. You know, if you want to act like you're not working, do it someplace else. You know, so, you know, th- there's a tension, a built-in tension that's going to... Arrive with Elon Musk if he goes there. The CEO is going to be out. He's going to put someone else in place. uh, And the CEO has made public comments on Twitter that seem to indicate that he's kind of pushing back a little bit, saying, you know, trying to show I've got this, I'm a good leader, um, and isn't necessarily on board. Uh, As maybe Jack Dorsey made it seem with this whole Elon Musk acquisition, it is so hard for me to tell. Though at this moment, you know, I think part of the problem is, if you only read Elon Musk's tweets, then you have one perspective of what's happening with this deal. But there was a much more, much calmer and much methodical uh, side of this that's going on. I think that your other guest is absolutely right. It's so much about price, and there is a difference in the price, uh, you know, the value of this business in this particular time, and that he's trying to leverage that. But I wish I could tell you that that I knew (laughs) the future. Truly don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad to speak with you both. Greg Martin, Rainmaker Securities. Lance Ulanoff of Radar. Thank you both for being with us. Appreciate it. (laughs)